You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. Just reading the Bible like it makes a difference here, you know? Has it made a difference? If you've been around the podcast here for a little while, has it made a difference? Hearing the Bible this way, engaging with the Bible in a kind of a different, refreshing way, has it made a difference in your life? Have you noticed your relationship with God growing in any way? maybe trusting him in things that maybe a year ago you wouldn't have trusted him so much on or uh, any level of like kind of excitement to like maybe go in and read more of the Bible than you have before. I'm curious if, uh, if it's made a difference, not that I'm anything or the way I'm reading is anything, but just the fact that you decide to spend more time in the Bible, some regular time in the Bible, even this way uh, can really make an impact on your life. Because we are made to get to know God more. That's what we're made to do, to glorify him, to praise him. And the Bible is our tool to be able to unlock that and help us do that better. So the more time you spend in it, the more fulfilling your life will be, the more purpose you will recognize that you have. And hopefully that spreads to other people as well. I really appreciate you joining me here on this journey through the Bible, reading this out loud like this. We are in the book of Psalms, of course. We have been for a while, and we will continue to be for a while. There's a lot of content in the book of Psalms, of course, but it's good. There's there's a lot to just feel and think and chew on, meditate on. There's a lot here, and there's a whole lot of themes in the book of Psalms. Trust has been a constant one, right? It almost feels repetitive. And maybe it's because David had to keep repeating it to himself to remind himself to trust God. In church, often we'll have songs that like repeat and repeat and repeat, like the bridge goes over and over and over again. And we start to think like, what's going on here? Did they like not know how to write more words to this thing? Are we padding the runtime of the church service? What's going on here? And I don't know, maybe sometimes that's the case. But I think most often when a song just repeats itself like that, it's to give us a chance to repeat this simple truth, this one line over and over again, so that it actually starts to sink in and affect our thoughts. Now we've got to make sure that, you know, it's a it's a good thought and it's a useful thought and not just something catchy. But we can allow ourselves to take the posture of repetition, doing what it's supposed to do in really sinking in and being memorable. Because telling yourself once that it's okay to trust God isn't always enough to convince you the next time. So sometimes we need this repetition so that we can go through a number of different scenarios in our life, but that one thing is constant. We can remember that. So we see David in a number of different scenarios in today's Psalms that we're going to read. One, he's in his house while enemies wait outside. Another, he's on the battlefield. Another, he's somewhere hiding from enemies. He did, he did that a lot. Um, another, he's in the desert. Uh, 
And we find ourselves in situations like these. We can feel stuck at home. We can be in a spiritual battle. We can feel singled out. We can feel alone and lacking what we need. So first of all, what a gift the book of Psalms is that we can relate to it on so many different emotional levels. But second, let's take notes about how to trust God in all of these situations. David is giving a master class on trusting God in Psalms 59 through 63. For the chief musician to the tune of Do Not Destroy, a poem by David when Saul sent and they watched the house to kill him. Psalm 59. Deliver me from my enemies, my God. Set me on high from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity. Save me from the bloodthirsty men, for they lie in wait for my soul. The mighty gather themselves together against me, not for my disobedience, nor for my sin, God. I've done no wrong, yet they're ready to attack me. Rise up and help me. You, the Lord God of armies, the God of Israel, rouse yourself and punish the nations. Show no mercy to the wicked traitors. They return at evening, howling like dogs and prowl around the city. They spew with their mouth. Swords are in their lips. For they say, who hears us? But you, Lord, laugh at them. You scoff at all the nations. Oh, my strength, I watch for you, for God is my high tower. My God will go before me with his loving kindness. God will let me look at my enemies and triumph. Don't kill them or my people may forget. Scatter them by your power and bring them down, Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth and the word of their lips, let them be caught in their pride for the curses and lies which they utter. Consume them in wrath. Consume them and there'll be no more. Let them know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth. At evening, let them return. Let them howl like a dog and go round the city. They shall wander up and down for food and wait all night if they aren't satisfied. But I will sing of your strength. Yes, I will sing aloud of your loving kindness in the morning, for you've been my high tower and refuge in the day of my distress. To you, my strength, I will sing praises, for God is my high tower, the God of my mercy. For the chief musician to the tune of The Lily of the Covenant, a teaching poem by David when he fought with Aram Naharaim and with Aram Zobah, and Joab returned and killed 12,000 of Edom in the Valley of Salt. God, you've rejected us. You've broken us down. You've been angry. Restore us again. You've made the land tremble. You've torn it. Mend its fractures, for it quakes. You've shown your people hard things. You've made us drink the wine that makes us stagger. You've given a banner to those who fear you that it may be displayed because of the truth, so that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and answer us. God has spoken from his sanctuary. I will triumph. I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the defense of my head. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my wash basin. I'll throw my sandal on Edom. 
I shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who's led me to Edom? Haven't you, God, rejected us? You don't go out with our armies, God. Give us help against the adversary, for the help of man is vain. Through God we will do valiantly, for it's he who will tread down our adversaries. Psalm 61 Hear my cry, God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I'll call to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that's higher than I. For you've been a refuge for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I'll dwell in your tent forever. I will take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You've given me the heritage of those who fear your name. You'll prolong the king's life. His years will be for generations. He shall be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your loving kindness and truth that they may preserve him. So I'll sing praise to your name forever that I may fulfill my vows daily. Psalm 62 My soul rests in God alone. My salvation is from him. He alone is my rock, my salvation, and my fortress. I'll never be greatly shaken. How long will you assault a man? Would all of you throw him down like a leaning wall, like a tottering fence? They fully intend to throw him down from his lofty place. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Oh, my soul, wait in silence for God alone. For my expectation is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor is with God. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Surely men of low degree are just a breath, and men of high degree are a lie. In the balances, they'll go up. They're together lighter than a breath. Don't trust in opposition. Don't become vain in robbery. If riches increase, don't set your heart on them. God has spoken once, twice I've heard this, that power belongs to God. Also to you, Lord, belongs loving kindness, for you reward every man according to his work. Psalm 63, a psalm by David when he was in the desert of Judah. God, you are my God, and I will earnestly seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and weary land where there's no water. So I've seen you in the sanctuary, watching your power and your glory. Because your love and kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. So I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with the richest food. My mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when I remember you on my bed and think about you in the night watches. For you've been my help. I'll rejoice in the shadow of your wings. My soul stays close to you. Your right hand holds me up, but those who seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. 
They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be jackal food. For the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone who swears by him will praise him. For the mouth of those who speak lies shall be silenced. We may not spend time in literal deserts like David did, but we have desert seasons. Our finances dry up. We're lonely. We feel the heat. We're hopeful for something, but it evaporates like a mirage. Whatever the case, do you have a desert song? When David looked around him in the desert, he chose to remind himself of God in everything. God is like the life-giving food and water David desperately craved. God's hand is like the shade that offers relief. His enemies would be like the carcasses that scavengers eat in the desert season. God is even in the nothing. Where do you see God around you? That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.